Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. We thought we had pretty well put last year behind us, even though the weather right now could be better. By and large, the new year is bringing new hope to those who have struggled with a global pandemic. And in fact, nationwide coronavirus cases are down, way down in some areas, and more and more people are getting vaccinated. But a country on the other side of the world just got a love letter from 2020. The West African country of Guinea Sunday reported seven confirmed cases of Ebola, all apparently linked to a funeral gathering back on February 1st. We don't need any of that here. No, we don't. No, no. (laughs) Definitely not. Well, Cliff, today, the 17th of February, is Random Acts of Kindness Day. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And participation in this is very easy. Just come to my house and shovel the snow out of my driveway. (laughs) That's all you have to do. Well, that's not very random now, is it? I did kind of pinpoint that a little, didn't I? (laughs) If you're, you know, wandering down 168... Feel free to stop at my house and shovel off my driveway. How's that, Cliff? Is that a little better? Yes. Being off yesterday, Cliff, trying to... uh, I remember. Shovel and shovel and shovel and shovel and shovel. I've got places that hurt now I never knew existed. I got an opportunity to take a little bit of a look at... uh, morning tv oh, you which did, i never huh? get to see you know i'm thought well, well enough, yeah, I might as well yeah i agree and uh it basically it comes down to this when it comes to the meteorologist in the morning cliff yeah and this is basically what i heard yesterday yeah. now if you look at the national weather map here on the screen you yeah. will see we're still very much in winter well no kidding i know <laughs> we're in winter <laughs> well duh yeah no kidding <laughs> We this story of crime and justice from the state of Florida calls to mind a classic phrase about not telling the truth. It starts four years ago with a man on trial for torching his own car to recover insurance money. During that trial, his attorney, now 32-year-old Stephen Gutierrez, went all out of the man's defense, maintaining there was no way his client set the fire because the car went up from spontaneous combustion. And while he was arguing that point during closing arguments, the attorney's pants began smoking. With his pants on fire, the lawyer ran from the courtroom as bewildered jurors and spectators looked on. He initially blamed the incident on an e-cig in his pocket, but later pled guilty to violations of the Florida bar and had his license to practice law suspended. Fast forward to Monday, when the man's pants got him in trouble again. Police in Miami say Gutierrez was pulled over for having a headlight out when an officer saw a bulge in the man's pants and, fearing a knife, searched the man, finding the bulge in his pants to be a metal cylinder with a white powder inside. And that's when Gutierrez said number 13 on the list of things you never want to say to a police officer. That's cocaine! <laughs> you can just let them find out on their own. Yeah, yes, yes. Put a little, ex- put a little you know, mystery into it, Cliff, so they have to at least test the stuff. <laughs> Now, the defense of spontaneous combustion didn't yeah. work. Is that what you're trying no. to tell us? No, it didn't work. <laughs> okay. Well, Ray, my insurance man, I was going to try that trick to see if, you know, <laughs> give him a call and see if he would. Well, I mean, do you have, do you, do you, does he insure your pants? <laughs> I can't get my mind off of this now. What's that? I wonder how much it would cost for Ray to insure my pants. <laughs> 
And would the rate be higher or lower, Cliff, the more often you washed your pants? Because, you know, the more you wash and dry them, yeah. the higher the chance of something happening to your pants. Well, that's true. I don't know. And the felt line pants I have on this morning, Yeah. I wonder if that would be a cheaper rate because, you know, they would be harder to catch on fire, wouldn't you think? <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> here's, another, here's another point to, to, to process. I mean, if you you can in, get an insurance policy, assuming you can, to insure your pants from fire, but what about flood damage <laughs> and theft? What if I'm walking down the street That's, and somebody just and takes my pants? Someone steals your pants. Yes. You're absolutely right. Oh my, my my. Well, I'm glad these are felt lined. That way, Cliff, the more I lie, the least likely they're going to catch on fire today. <laughs> Here's the latest dangerous, idiotic social media trend going on. Uh-oh, what? And if you had your money on Gorilla Tape as a hair remover, you lose, because that's <laughs> no, not it. That's not it. <laughs> that's not it. Okay, good. Yeah. People are now putting yeah. hot wax on their face, all over their face, and then peeling it off as one giant, they say, colorful mask. Now, that sounds painful to me to do that, Cliff. I, I would agree with that, yes. And it probably is painful. I don't know. But there is a problem. Because okay. that's a very traumatic process for your yeah. skin to go through, especially around your eyeballs. And they say that uh, your skin can become inflamed, irritated, and tiny pimples or pus-filled bumps will result from doing this. Okay. <laughs> pus-filled bumps, Cliff. Sounds like a rock band if I ever heard one in my life. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, pus-filled bumps. Yes. Can we go back to the classics like eating Tide Pods again, Cliff? Can we just go back to that? No. No, we can't. we got, right. we got to press forward. Okay. <laughs> well, Cliff, earlier this morning we mentioned that today, the 17th, is Random Act of Kindness Day. Yes. And I wanted to do a little shout-out here to uh, whoever it was yeah. yesterday that mm -hmm. cleaned the road from my driveway out to the highway. Otherwise, I would still be stuck. <laughs> I made some calls yesterday to folks that I thought would have been the one that done it, and yep. everybody said, nope, wasn't me. I wasn't going to do it. Well, kind of hurt my feelings <laughs> well, a little bit. But, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, after the third or fourth one of those, Cliff, you're like, well, okay. So anyway, yeah. whoever did that, I wanted to say a special thank you this morning. I appreciate that. I would still be there, Cliff. There's no way I could get, no way I could have got out. They said the east and west roads were going to be the worst ones. Uh, yeah. Where I'm at, north and south. It was uh, impassable. But I got to feel something yesterday morning, Cliff, at 2.30. I never thought I would ever get to feel <laughs> in my lifetime. I, what was that? <laughs> I got to feel how it is. To be in one of those funny cars, sitting at the line, getting ready to drag race. You know, like John <laughs> Force from years ago when he was popular oh, yeah. in that. Yeah. Uh, 2.30 in the morning, my yeah. dust of dawn light is it's on. Yeah. I've cleaned out about a 30-foot strip for my wheels to go in on my car. The car yeah. is pointed right toward that road yeah. where I can see... By the light, yeah. these drifts in front of me. Mm -hmm. And so here I sat, Cliff, with that decision. Car revving up, ready to go. Yeah. I had my mittens on, just like John Forrest with his fancy gloves. I had mittens. Yeah. Fire suit? Didn't have a fire suit. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I made sure I got the mittens. Because, you know, okay. steering wheel's cold. 
And yeah. I put her in gear, foot yeah. on the brake, and I had to anticipate. Yeah. Once you start, there is no coming back from this. <laughs> there no, is. This, this is true. Full I mean, speed ahead. You have to accept the result, however that result is. Yes. And so, Cliff, I yeah. gently left my leg off of the uh, brake. Yeah. Gave her the gas. And sat there and spun like a fool, didn't even move an inch. <laughs> you didn't even go. I didn't even move. <laughs> it didn't matter how big the drifts were. <laughs> no. I never actually got to a drift, is what I'm saying, Cliff. We, those of us who don't hunt, will likely find the regulations put together by the Department of Natural Resources way more complicated than we currently believe. Some of the people who do hunt might be surprised to find that as well. Like, say, this example from the state of Minnesota. The DNR there was already looking into an incident of injured and dying squirrels in the city of St. Cloud when they got a tip that led them to this unidentified 26-year-old man. He was later issued a citation that carries a $50-plus court cost fine on charges of taking or possessing squirrels in closed season, although technically it is squirrel hunting season. DNR officials said that though even in open season, it's only legal to use firearms, traps, or a bow and arrow to hunt them, and this dude was using blow darts. <laughs> blow dart squirrel hunters. Has to be a great name for, like, a, I don't know, a Zydeco brass folk band or something. <laughs> That's pretty impressive, though, Glyph. Yeah. You have to have some lung power to do that, That's I would think. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. I, I couldn't get my dart out of the gun, I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Yesterday, Cliff, yeah. I got to pull out the heavy artillery out of my toolbox at home. Oh, no. I don't get the heavy artillery out very often, what, but yesterday uh, What I happened? Did. Well, I have an overhead door on my garage, but I don't trust it because it's kind okay. of fickle. Sometimes it'll open up, sometimes it won't. And I'm always thinking, yeah. if I have to get out of this house through the garage, I yeah. need the little side door that opens to work and it wouldn't work yeah. the doorknob would not work on it yesterday oh, okay so i thought well what should i do yeah. i got to get this open so i got in my toolbox pulled out the heavy artillery a lot of people call them the uh, vice grips i call them the wiggle till it falls off tool and that's what i got <laughs> out <laughs> and they're the only tool i know of cliff that it's ex designed expressly yeah. to fix things that are screwed up beyond repair of any other tool. They're the last resort of tools, the wiggle till it falls off tool. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I would agree with that statement, yes. I think that's true. And now I need a new doorknob because oh, no. I, no. <laughs> I did exactly what I mentioned, Cliff. I wiggled it, yeah, and then it fell off on me right there in the floor. So I had my door prop shut with a stick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of us are uh, anticipating with, uh, well, I guess with much anticipation, the ending of this <laughs> pandemic, for lack of a better An word. Ready anticipating with much anticipation. <laughs> yes. Well chosen word. Thank yeah, you, Cliff. Yeah. Well, we were, you know, everybody's ready for this to be over with, and hopefully yep. someday it will be. And I saw this morning a story that says, Yep. Some of the things that we will never do again after this pandemic's over. <laughs> what is that? I'm kind of, well, leave your house without hand sanitizer was one of them, Cliff. <laughs> True. Standing yep. really close to anybody else in a line of any kind. Yeah. Now I wonder about that one. 
I wonder if that one will actually bear out. But the one that really caught my eye, Cliff, was never again, even after the pandemic's over, will we borrow someone else's bathing suit. Now, I don't know about you, Cliff. I can't swim. But even if I was just going to be a waiter, (laughs) I'm not borrowing Cliff Ingram's swimsuit at any time in my life. Or anybody else's. It's not just you, Cliff. Okay, good. It's just the thought of it. Now, would you do that, Cliff? Would you ever borrow somebody else's bathing suit? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, no. <laughs> I just yep. want to say this real briefly, Cliff. What's that? Don't put that much trust in me. <laughs> trust me. I haven't. Well, I'm just <laughs> wanting to get that out to our eleven wonderful listeners okay. too, Cliff. Don't put that much trust in me that you leave an extremely long voice message. Don't trust that I will, you know, listen to the entire thing so that near the end you yeah. can put in that kind of language thinking that I'm going to play it. <laughs> oh, did that seriously happen? That seriously happened. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it was not meant to happen, but it just kind of came out. Yeah. And the trust part was the... Yeah caller who left the voice message said oh i figure you'll take that part out well if i don't hear it first i won't take it out <laughs> and it's time now for take it to the bank oh i almost forgot how could you forget cliff you know Stop. cliff yeah one of my lifelong goals on my bucket list is yeah. to someday be the driver of the wiener mobile yes we have discussed that yes if it ever comes to town I'm jumping on the hot dog. I'm telling you that right now. (laughs) But there's another food-shaped truck that's looking to hire a team of drivers, and I've started eyeballing this one quite uh, up close and personal. Yeah. Planters Peanuts is looking to recruit Nutmobile drivers. Not making that up, Cliff. (laughs) They posted it. They posted it. They need Nutmobile drivers. And they need them for a whole year. And no, this is not a nut drill. That's what they said on their posting. (laughs) This is is not a nut drill. This is not a nut drill. (laughs) They're really looking for it. Now, the nutmobile, in case you don't know, Cliff, it's 26 26 feet long and designed to look like, obviously, a giant peanut. A giant peanut, yes. And if you're hired in the role... You get to serve as a Planters brand ambassador, which the company shortens that down to, you become a peanutter. That's right. That's your official (laughs) driving logo. You're a peanutter. So you get a little name badge. You put on your uh, your, your nice polo shirt, probably in that blue company, that blue color. That's their company color. And a monocle. A little thing that says your name, and underneath it it says peanutter. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and I hope they give away the monocle too. I want to drive around oh, yeah. in the Nutmobile yeah. with a monocle <laughs> in my right eye. And they're hiring only nine peanutters for the wow. upcoming year, Cliff. Okay. So it's harder to be a peanutter than it is to be the uh, Oscar Mayer Wiener guy. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. I'm not borrowing Cliff Ingram's swimsuit. That's good because it's not available for loan. (laughs) Number two, 
pus-filled bumps. Ew. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Don't put that much trust in me. That's a good story right there, Cliff. Don't yeah, be I, sending in long voice messages. I listened to that voice message <laughs> that was sent to our Anytime line, and uh, it was filled from beginning to end. And you couldn't have caught all of them if you were trying. <laughs> it's almost like a trap, wasn't it, Cliff? It was right. It looks like they were trying to set a trap for you. Bad. Bad, bad words. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.